What's up, Santas? I am your atheist by design, and this is my motherfucking podcast. So welcome to it. Hope you're all doing well out there. Hope everybody is enjoying whatever your weather is like, wherever you are. It's cooled down a little bit here. It's not quite as hot, but I am thoroughly ready for hoodie weather. I'm ready for cool, cold mornings and nice, brisk afternoons. I spent a lot of time outside walking my dog, and I think with his level of fur and my level of being a wuss, I think uh, we both are looking forward to some colder weather. But I digress. So, hope you're doing well. It's been a couple weeks. Uh, A lot of crazy stuff has been going on in the world. All you got to do is tap into the news or check out YouTube. It all will show up there for you. You'll be able to see what I'm talking about. But um, it's been an interesting couple of weeks in my personal life. I don't know if I've done one of these since I had a birthday or not. Anyway, I'm 51 now. I'm getting old, but I'm good at it, so it's okay. Um, Just a lot of personal stuff, professional stuff's going on. Life moves fast. Every once in a while, you got to take a break and look around. Um, And the one thing I want to talk about in this episode is something that I've struggled with my entire life, and uh, I've got a fairly good handle on it. I don't know that I'll ever have it mastered, but as humans, I don't know if it's ever really meant for us to have this subject matter under control and mastered. But what really bothers me is when I see amazing people around me have the same issue. Really kind of bothers me more for them than it ever does when it's my issue. And today's topic is, drum roll please, thank you, um, self-doubt. Now, self-doubt is something that we all have. If anyone out there tells you that they don't have any level of self-doubt, they're lying to you. You may want to be careful of anything else they may have to say. But self-doubt is something that I've dealt with my whole life, as you have. And uh, self-doubt, when I was younger, um, I blamed it for a lot of my indiscretions. I blamed it for a lot of my bad habits. I blamed it for becoming an alcoholic. I blamed it for a lot of things. I blamed it because of... um, the things that I really wanted to do in my life, I did not accomplish some of those things. And I blamed it on my self-doubt, holding me back. I wish I had more self-confidence is what I've always told myself. But as I've gotten older, I still deal with it. But now I kind of look at self-doubt almost as a good thing. Um, and what I mean by that is it sort of protects us. It's a it's a survival instinct, right? Self-doubt uh kept the caveman from going out and pursuing fights with bears and wild game. Instead, they decided to figure out how to turn caves into homes and how to build structures to protect themselves from such events. And that was because they had self-doubt that they could actually survive a fight with a bear or whatever was out there. So I've gotten to the age now where I feel like self-doubt is as much about self-preservation and safety is anything. But self-doubt in my professional life, I feel like it's held me back quite a bit, and I'm okay with it. Um, It's just, it is what it is. But when I see other people that I care about in my life that struggle with self-doubt, and I know they're fully capable, and I know they can do whatever they set their minds to, it's it's tough. I just want to, you know, grab them, sit them down, and say, you know what, you're a fucking amazing and you can do anything you want, and you're great, and 
yada, yada, yada. So just stop doubting yourself and go out there and do it. And of course, to stop doubting yourself is much easier said than done in anyone's life. But it is something that when I look at human behavior and I think about why things are the way they are, I think self-doubt is a pretty big thing. Now, I'm not going to confuse self-doubt with low self-esteem. That's a whole nother issue. Uh, self-doubt is, you know, not applying for that job that you're, you know, abundantly qualified for, but you're just not sure you can do it. Or, or even more than that, you're afraid you might embarrass yourself if you make a few mistakes trying it. And that's the difference between successful people and unsuccessful people. Now, my level of success in my life is probably would be considered by anyone who's known me my entire life that I have been way more successful than anybody ever thought. But in my mind, I'm not as successful as I could be. And fear, fear is, has a lot to do with self-doubt. And where does this come into an atheist uh, podcast with, with, with your atheist sitting here by design uh, complaining about Christianity and all of its woes? Well, self-doubt's a big part of Christianity. You know, Christianity preys on weakness. It preys on fear. It preys on self-doubt. Um, have you ever met anyone that tried to convert you to Christianity, someone that tried to give you the big sales pitch of God? Hey, you should come to our side. You should believe in God, our Lord and Savior. Don't they always sound like really confident? Don't they always seem to have an air of, of confidence and almost ego about them that they know they're right? So they don't have a problem in the world bragging to you about their Christian beliefs because they know they're right. They're confident in it. You know, and if you lack self-confidence and if you, if you have a lot of self-doubt, that probably seems pretty attractive. That probably seems pretty inviting. Hey, you know, I want to be that confident. I want to feel that good about my beliefs. I want to be able to state things as fact without there being any proof and feel good about it and look people in the eyes and say it with a big smile on my face. And that's where Christianity preys on people who have self-doubt or low self-esteem and so on. Self-doubt, um, just without even thinking about it, self-doubt is the reason why people obey traffic signals and obey the speed limit. You know, my truck says it'll do 160 miles an hour, but I've never tested the theory because I have some doubt about whether or not I would actually survive the process. You know, if I put it on a drag strip, maybe, but on the open road during the day, the self-doubt of whether or not I would actually survive an accident at 160 miles an hour probably is a subconscious reason for me to stay away from doing that. Just saying. So self-doubt can be as much about safety as it is about self-esteem. Now, if you know someone in your life that you think they're amazing, because I have people like this, you just, you think they're amazing. You think they can do anything. You think they can accomplish any goal and that they're good at everything. Everything comes natural to them. It's like, it's like they don't even have to fucking try, right? 
And then that same person turns around and they express to you that they have some kind of self-doubt about something. That's a hard pill for me to swallow. It, it almost makes me want to yell and scream and say, God damn it. You, you've got your shit together. You're the best that ever was. Now just go do it. Just fucking go do it. This is an opportunity. And, um, you know, I've, I've dealt with a lot of that in my own personal life, but when it's me that has the self doubt, it seems, and it feels legitimate. It seems like, okay, I have a lot of good reasons to have this self doubt, but when I see it in others, it's not legitimate. It's like, you're just holding your own self back and you hate to see that. So I can't be right about both now. Can I, I can't sit here and say, I'm the only one that has a right to feel self-doubt while everyone else is amazing and can do anything they want because I think that way about them, but it doesn't really work that way. And it sucks because I would love for everyone to see the world the way I do. And I would love for everyone in the world to see themselves the way that I see them. Well, there's some people that would be happy with that. And then there's a few people that might be a little pissed off. Hey, sinners, do I have a deal for you? I have teamed up with the May 10 Backpack Company. Who are they? They are the biggest selling backpack company on Amazon. That's May 10, M-A-T-E-I-N, May10.com. If you go to May10.com because you're a listener of this podcast and you enter the word atheist, as the discount code at the end of your purchase, you will get 10% off your purchases. Now, I have bought six of these bags over the years. I've kept three for myself, and I've given three of them away as gifts, and everybody loves them. I use them every day. That's why I reached out, because I only want you guys to get turned on to the best products that I find. Again, May10.com, M-A-T-E-I-N. Enter the discount code atheist and you'll get 10% off of your purchase. Please check them out. I think you will thank me for it. Now I've often wondered, do people like Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates and Elon Musk and all the other billionaires in the world that went out and created something new and became entrepreneurs or invented things that were going to change our daily lives. Did they ever suffer from self doubt? It, Cause it doesn't, it really doesn't seem like they do. It, it seems like the lack of self-doubt for them is what separates them from us average Joes. It seems like it's the one thing that they have that can't be bought, can't be learned, can't be taught. It's just the lack of self-doubt. But also with that lack of self-doubt probably comes a little bit of a lack of self-awareness, right? Like, <clears throat> do they realize how much of an idiot they sound like sometimes when they say and do the things they do because in their minds they're the smartest people in the world do they realize that sometimes they say shit that's really just sounds dumb to the rest of us they probably don't <clears throat> they probably don't but i think that's also something that a total lack of self-doubt might very well be the definition of narcissism who knows I mean, I don't really see Donald Trump suffering from a self-doubt issue. Do you? He seems pretty confident. Um, even when he looks the way he does and uh, he acts the way he does and says the things he does, he still 
think considers himself to be quite the ladies' man. Um, but to me, and a lot of other people out there, he just seems like a complete and total moron. But it doesn't affect his confidence. It doesn't affect the fact that he probably doesn't suffer from self-doubt, that it's more narcissism. Now, you can get real deep into this, and you can say that people become narcissists because they're trying to overcompensate for a heavy amount of self-doubt. Maybe. I don't know. But it just seems a little weird that some people don't seem to have a care in the world about what anybody thinks about them, and then other people are afraid of their own shadow. And sometimes there's very little in between. So for me personally, self-doubt in my life, so I've been in a career now. This is my 25th year doing what I do. And I will tell anyone who asks, because I, I, I get compliments on a fairly regular basis about my longevity and the business that I'm in, and the fact that I've developed a lot of relationships and everyone knows me. In my industry, in this market where I live, everyone knows me. And, you know, I'm just known as the guy in my business. I'm known as the guy. And um, I've been very successful. And it seems to me that what I do comes very easy to me. It really seems to me that a brain dead monkey could do what I do every day. And there's a part of me where my self-doubt creeps in. There's a part of me that thinks that one day the people above me, my boss, and the powers that be are going to finally figure out that I'm really not all I seem to be that maybe, um, I'm really not that good at what I do. Maybe I haven't really been truly successful on my own merits and maybe that they could possibly get a trained monkey to do what I do. That's, that's a bit of self doubt because it's like the fear of being discovered as a fraud, right? Because I really do think I'm good at what I do, but I also think it's really fucking easy. So there's that. And the other side of my self-doubt is I don't know that I have much confidence that I could really do anything else and be good at it. I've spent the last several years thinking that I wanted to make a career change, that I want to do something different, that I need to go in a different direction, do a complete 180 and just turn this thing around. But I lack self-confidence. I have self-doubt about whether or not I can actually do anything else and be as successful as I've been with what I've done for the last 25 years. So that's where my self-doubt is. Yeah, I feel like I'm pretty confident that what I do, I'm pretty good at it. But I wonder deep down inside if I could really truly do anything else and be successful. And those people that I mentioned earlier, the billionaires of the world, even you know, the deceased Steve Jobs, who changed everybody's lives with Apple products. Um, I, I just wonder if they would have that same self-doubt. Like, would Elon Musk have any confidence if all of a sudden he became a high school history teacher? Would he have the same confidence doing that as he does in creating electric cars? You would think that's a probably ridiculous question to ask, but he might be terrified to uh, take an attempt at being a high school history teacher. And I keep telling myself, like, 
Elon Musk is really good at doing what he does. But could he do what I do and be successful? Because I don't really think I could be successful in creating electric cars because that's just not how my brain works. I don't really think I could do that. But could he do what I do? So I think next time you have a, a, a little bit of self-doubt, a little bit of, of uh, you know, lack of self-confidence in your professional space. And, and I think about this a lot with politics in that, you know, these politicians, everyone on Capitol Hill makes it, you know, is, is a millionaire. There's nobody on Capitol Hill that's not a millionaire. But these people who have done it their whole lives, you know, even all the way up to, to Joe Biden, he's been... He's been a politician for what, 40 years or something, something crazy like that. And the Nancy Pelosi's and all the people that have been around, it seems like since the eighties or the seventies or whatever. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're famous and they're politicians and I guess they've been successful because they've been around so long, but could they do what I do? Could they go work a job like I do where you work Monday through Friday and and you have to answer to a boss and you have tasks that you're assigned that you have to accomplish. And I I honestly don't think they could. I don't think those people could do what I do. Now that doesn't make me better than them, but could I do what they do? Could I, could I stand there all day and lie and smile all the way through it? Could I do what they do? Could I see the shit in the swamp that's floating around up there? Could could I do that? Would I have the patience? Would I have the lack of soul, the lack of a heart to do what some of these politicians do? I would have to think that I couldn't. But there would be a lot more money involved, right? I could be a rotten, lying, heartless piece of shit and make a lot more money than I make right now. Or could I? And then in return, could they do what I do? If Let's say they lost their next election. And let's say they were shunned by all the corporations in, in the D.C. area that have these big lobbies. And they couldn't get a job as a lobbyist. And nobody wanted to pay them to write a book. And they couldn't do a... a a spoken word tour or all the things that politicians do when they leave office. And they, then they're like, man, I, I got to get a job. Would they have the self-confidence to even try? Or would self-doubt creep in on them? Because self-doubt is for everybody. I told you, everyone has a level of self-doubt. I don't think Elon Musk has any self-doubt about whether or not he can invent something that can change humanity. But what does he have self-doubt about? Because we all have it. So next time self-doubt creeps up on you and you think that you couldn't do something that you really, really want to do, I would say, number one, make it a goal and work towards it. Don't let anybody tell you that you can't. And number two, Think about there's a lot of people out there that couldn't do what you do already, right? There's people out there that I see all the time that, you know, they got four or five kids and they seem really happy and they seem really good at managing the madness. But you know what? I couldn't do that. There's no fucking way that I could do that. But then again, 
they probably couldn't live my lifestyle either. It probably wouldn't suit them at all. So we're all different. So therefore, it only stands to reason that we all are going to have our different self-doubts. And that's okay. That's that's okay. Like I said, going back to the beginning of the episode, self-doubt is a survival tactic for a lot of us. It keeps us from doing unnecessary stupid shit that could possibly harm us. But when you really want to move forward and you really want to take the next step in your life and your career, and you want to just keep moving in a positive direction, I don't think God is going to take away your self-doubt. I don't think buying into the fantasy of religion to where they tell you, as long as you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as your savior, he'll take care of everything. He'll make everything right. He'll, he'll fix everything. How many people out there dove headfirst into Christianity thinking these things would happen, thinking that if I just believe in this one concept, then my self-doubt about my everyday life will just magically go away? How many people did that and then years later realized eh, it didn't fucking work? So now not only do I have self-doubt, but now I feel like, Somebody's watching me. See? See how that works? But that's that's what they prey on. You know, they tell you, <clears throat> just buy a lottery ticket. Just buy a lottery ticket. You might win. You might win. It might make all your problems go away. And how many lottery winners ended up with more problems than they had before they won? They all end up bankrupt within five to 10 years. That's a fact. That's a study. What is it? 80% of lottery winners that went over a million dollars end up in bankruptcy within 10 years. Yeah. But they do it. A lot of people get suckered into the lottery system because of their self-doubt. Because they have a doubt that I can't do it on my own. I can't, I can't make a life for myself where I'm going to have stability and I'm going to have financial security without taking this chance. This is the only way it's going to happen for me. I think a lot of people probably look at the lottery system as their potential retirement plan. They're like, I'm never going to have anything unless I win this fucking lottery because self-doubt is so pervasive in their life. I heard, a, I heard a, I saw a commercial, you know, the lottery was over like a, billion and a half dollars or something the other day. And of course, when the lottery gets up high, you see all the local news reports about, oh, everybody's at the convenience stores buying fucking lottery tickets. And that's why I don't like convenience stores. That's why I try to go to dollar stores in my travels during the day, because I hate being in line behind people just giving their money away because they have no confidence in themselves. It fucking sucks. But, uh, of course, if somebody comes on and it's every fucking news story that's ever been done about the lottery, you've always got that person that says, you can't win if you don't play. You can't win if you don't play. Well, I kind of, uh, I guess my cup is half empty. I always think to myself, you can't lose if you don't play. I mean, if you don't buy a ticket, you're just breaking even. But you can't lose if you don't play. Just saying, but that's, that's people that they've, they've let self doubt 
overtake their lives. And they think that this is the only way I'm going to have anything. I can't do it on my own. I don't have the confidence in myself to make a good life for myself. I have to win the fucking lottery. So, I mean, think about it. If you live in a state that promotes a lottery and has a lottery, they're banking on you having self-doubt. They're banking on you having a lack of confidence in yourself and that in desperation, you're willing to spend a buck or two to try to gain the financial security that you can never create for yourself. Yeah, that's, that's your state. That's your state lottery system saying they don't fucking believe in you, but they're going to make a fortune off of you not believing in yourself. So that's it. I think I'm done. I think I made my point. But, you know, if you're suffering from self-doubt, if you're suffering thinking, I can't accomplish something, this is what I can't do, instead of saying that, say, yeah, I can do anything I want as long as I'm willing to work for it, as long as I'm willing to make it a goal. But think about all the people out there, all the people who like to talk a lot of shit and the people have done very well, like all of the politicians on Capitol Hill, they've all done very, very well being liars and crooks and thieves and being heartless. Think about, they took a shortcut. They didn't earn it. They just took a shortcut. But also think about, could they do what you do? Could all these successful people that we put on pedestals and that we admire and we follow them on Instagram because we got to know what they're doing with their life today. All of those people that we admire and think, oh, man, I could never do that. Could they really do what you do every day? Could they? Probably not. Probably not. But there it is. Thank you for listening. If this is your first time, I hope you got something out of it. I hope you will re- re- I hope you will understand that I don't speak English very well. I hope you will rate and review and subscribe wherever you happen to listen to this podcast today. I hope you will tell somebody if you stumbled across it and you liked it. I hope you tell somebody, or if you hated it, you can tell somebody. That's fine. I don't mind. Just tell somebody. Uh, if you're a repeat listener, thank you many times again for uh, taking the time out of your busy schedule to indulge me. I greatly appreciate it. I hope you got something out of it as well. Hope you tell somebody as well. If you'd like to reach out to me, please do. Uh, you can email me at atheistbydesignco at gmail.com. That's atheistbydesignco at gmail.com. No capital letters, no punctuation. Atheistbydesignco at gmail.com. Uh, I hope you all have a great week. I hope everyone does something out of their comfort zone, puts their self-doubt aside, and just goes for it. I just hope you fucking go for it this week. Throw caution to the wind. Throw both your middle fingers up and say, God damn it, I'm going to get to sinning. So are you looking for something totally inappropriate to give as a gift or to just keep for yourself? Something that might be offensive, might be even a little bit abrasive, something that maybe you can put it on your desk and create a little shock value in your world. Please check out atheistbydesignco.com. This will take you to my Etsy shop, and it's got some stuff on there that might raise a few eyebrows. So please check it out. 
atheistbydesigncode.com. Thanks.